Hello, everyone, and welcome to our Big Brother 21 off-season. I'm your host, Aaron Armstrong, and I'm here today chatting with uh, one of the players from the season, uh, someone who made a big impact for a long time on the season. It's Tommy. How are you doing, Tommy? I'm so good, Taryn. How are you? I'm doing great. Very pleased to be talking with you. Uh, how are you doing? Oh, my gosh. It's I, it's so crazy because before you go in the house, all you think about is the game and going in the house and what you're going to do and strategy. But you don't think about after the house and after the house. I didn't expect this, but it's a whole new world. It's insane. And I'm I'm so appreciative for all the support, but it's very overwhelming. It's I don't think any of us knew that this was coming. It, it's it's just it's a lot. You, you just think about the game, but there's a lot more that comes to Big Brother than just the summer on the show. What, what, then, what's been what's been coming? Just like you well, first of all, as soon as we get out of the house, all the previous house guests welcome welcome us with open arms and we are acting as if we're best friends, but we are just meeting these people for the first time. But they watched us on the show and yeah. we watched them on the show. So and we went through the same experience. So we have this bond. It's the weirdest thing, but it's it's just like a whole new big brother world, which I am so grateful to be a part of. But it's it's overwhelming and it's amazing. Yeah. Well, I mean, you you are currently, you know, in, in the thick of it. You know, you you got out of the sh- out of the house. You went to uh, to Vegas. Uh, are you you're still in Vegas? Or are you in L.A.? No, I'm in LA. I'm 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 out here. I'm staying with my best friends. I'm getting some best friend time, which is really nice. Um, and and still hanging out with the house guests. I think like uh, <clears throat> I think that to go right from you know the way that Nicole did it, I give her props to go right from the house right back to home. Mm-hmm. But the way that I'm doing it, my family came out here. I'm so grateful for that. I got to see them. And now I'm still in LA. I'm staying for like another week. And one by one, all the house guests are kind of leaving. So it's getting to like transition essentially back into real life. Um, but to just rip the bandaid off and just n- not see these house guests for a while again, I think it would have like been really overwhelmingly shocking. And I, I don't know if I would have been able to do it. So I'm, I'm happy that I'm getting some time with my people, uh, you know, my friends and family, but I'm also getting time with um, the house guests still. Yeah, I mean, it, it is. It's a huge transition. You know, you're in this house for you know 100 days, um, you know, plus sequester. Uh, and then you come out and the whole world has changed. You haven't been a part of it. And now you've had this weird experience and uh, and, and you're approaching the world in, in a different way. Um, and uh, yeah, you're supposed to just uh, go back home. <laughs> Yeah, just go back home. I'm like, I can't. I, it's it's so strange. Yeah, but it's amazing. I'm I'm doing good. I'm really happy. I really am. Well, that's it's really good. cool. So, uh, so tell me, you were a fan of the show before going on. How how much had you watched before going on the show? I started watching season fourteen, and um, I went back and watched uh, season six, season seven, season nine as well. Um, so I've seen a bunch of the seasons at this point, but it's so funny. I, you know, my one regret bef- like about this, my experience, something that I did is that I didn't watch a season with the live feeds before mm. the show before going on. And I think that I would have had a very different experience had I done that. Um, my whole family watched the live feeds while I was in the house, which I didn't expect this. It was, it was amazing. Um, you know, I didn't think they were that type to, 
<laughs> but they did. It was so great to get out and hear that they were like, we watched you all summer on the live beats too. I was like, what? Um, but they said so much more gets shown on the live feeds and it's just, it's, and you know, I knew that going into it, but I think it's one thing to see it and, and then to hear it. Um, so that's my one regret is that I wish I watched the live feeds at least one season before I went in the house. I just watched the show and, and, you know, now I've been talking to the house guests. We have like group texts and they're all starting to watch this season. And they're like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe how this is like, you know, they're only showing 30 seconds of this when it was really like a, a 30 minute uh, conversation. It's insane. Mm. So, so much goes into this. And, you know, it's it's just the best. It's amazing. The editors are amazing. Yeah, can, it's yeah we we talk about we talk about how uh you know fans of the show will generally have not always but uh in general kind of have a leg up because they know a little bit of what to expect and they know how the game works um and i think that that also goes you know another level for people who had watched live feeds and like know a little bit more of what to expect in terms of how much downtime there is and yeah. how how things actually move in the house. Like when you watch the episodes, it can really feel like things are inevitable. But maybe, you know, if you watch the live feeds, then you can see that, you know, things can be really, really fragile at times and flips can happen or almost happen and not happen. And uh, there are all kinds of like uh, even just the way that Ovi left in the first week was such a sort of like random event in a lot of ways. Um, yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah, I, I was that even were the feeds on at that point? Yeah, so the feeds came on, I believe um it was either right before or right after Sam won the veto. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff that you, that we miss in the, uh, in the first, the very first week. So, um, so tell me about that. Tell me you, you entered the house, uh, you see Christy there. Um, <laughs> well, it's funny because when we were in the house, like day, whatever, 45 day, 62, like way into the season, we would always talk about our first impressions, what we thought on the first day, things that stood out to us right in the beginning. And from the moment that Christy walked in the house, I blacked out. I don't remember anything. I, I literally don't remember anything. So I would never be able to contribute to those conversations that we would have because I literally just blacked out. I don't remember the first day when she walked in the house, my heart sank into, sank into my stomach. I pooped it out. And then I, I, had nothing left. I was just like, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, it was, it was insane. It was shocking. It was, yes, it was very unexpected. <laughs> well, like, as a fan of the show, you know, you're going in, this is, this is finally your opportunity to play the game. It must've been, you must've had a lot of conflicting feelings about it. Uh, because, you're not going to be able like the, the second you see Christy, you're you're no longer going to be able to play the game that you would have played had she not been there. If it, had you gone in by yourself. Uh, but now that she's here, that might work to your advantage if if uh, if you can play it right. Uh, what, what were your thoughts? Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, I had a strategy going into the game. And when I saw her, I had to completely adapt and change everything that I had planned on doing. Um and, you know, there, I'll never know if, you know, it was a good thing for my game, us being there together or not. I think there were pros and cons. Um, it was really stressful. And there was, you know, it's so stressful going into that house and meeting all new people and being in that situation. But the fact that she was there and we had to keep it a secret and we, you know, 
there was a whole other layer to my big brother experience that most people don't have. And it, it was, it was really challenging. My, honestly, I feel like my whole game was navigating my relationship with Christy while balancing my relationship with the other house guests. It was, it was extremely difficult. Yeah. Well, and, how do you, how do you think you would have played uh, if, if Christy wasn't there? I think I would have played very similar, but Christy and I are very different players. So it was really tough sometimes communicating. There were times where we didn't trust the same person. Like she didn't trust Nick and Nick, I trusted with everything that I had. So it, it, there were times like that where we wouldn't see eye to eye, but yet we have to work together and we have to figure it out. So that was the toughest part. Um, and we also can't be seen in the same room too long. We can't be seen communicating too long. We have to keep like our story straight. If I say, if I mention one thing to a group of people, I have to be, if she mentions one thing to a group of people, I have to kind of, here's the thing. Whenever she was talking to a group of people, I would kind of have to have an ear in that conversation to just know what she was saying, what she was talking about, so that I can keep it straight with my story. But it was a constant battle between not being in every conversation that she was having, but also hearing every conversation that she was having. It was it was insane, especially the first uh, the first few weeks in the house. Yeah. Did you ever consider uh, trying to separate yourself even more from her? Um, you know, we saw ultimately Holly and Kat. Um, they have, they eventually came together and it was pretty obvious that they were a pair. But especially at first, um, especially with the Jackson situation, it did seem like they were a lot more separate. And that actually worked to their advantage because Kat was able to get in with with one group of people while Holly was in with another group of people. Is that something that you considered with uh, with Christy or just did it not really seem like uh, something that could work? I thought it would be better if we were on the same team, in the same alliance, in the same big alliance. Um, but not necessarily, I didn't want to be like this, um, with just her. And I, but here's the thing, Christy is somebody that I probably would have gravitated towards in the house, even if I hadn't known her. She's a vocal, outspoken, intuitive, emotional girl. And, you know, that's kind of who I respond to. If you look at like, like I, in interviews, I talked about who my favorite house guests were in the past and. Some of them were Davon, Jess Graff, Caitlin. Like these are people that they kind of have a lot of similarities in that they are strong ladies that are just outspoken. And that's Christy. So chances are I would have gravitated towards her anyway. And that's kind of why I ultimately said, you know what? It's okay if, if we're if we're close. It's 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 okay. Um, but you know, there was always me trying to keep her like this at an arm's length. It was, it was her at the end that said, Tommy, we're in a house full of duos. It's okay if we're, if you don't have to like hide how close we are. You don't have to run from me. She, mm -hmm. I was always running from her, apparently. That's what she said. <laughs> uh, it, it's true. Every time she would enter a room, I would be like, oh, I gotta go. Like just, you know, <laughs> very scared all the time. Paranoid, walking on eggshells. That was my time in the Big Brother house for a while. 
especially in the beginning with Christina. Yeah. Right away, there was this twist that somebody was going to be a camp director. Um, yeah. and there were a few volunteers for that. Uh, can you tell me about, you know, what, what went on with that? Would, were you an immediate supporter of Jackson as camp director or how did that work? No, first I was in support of Jess. Um, you know, it's so funny when you first get in the house, you're just kind of being pulled in a bunch of directions and you don't, you don't know anybody yet. They're all strangers. Um, my first impression of Jess was that I, I was like, yes, I want to work with her. Like she's amazing. You know, I don't know if it's because I'm gay or what, but like I respond to that female energy, like that boss ass bitch energy. I, I loved that. She was like, I got it. Raised her hand. I was like, great. Jess is it. But then Nick had mentioned to me uh, later on, he was like, Here's the thing. If Jackson is camp director, that means you don't have to compete against him in the HOH. Who do you think you have a better shot at beating, Jessica or Jackson? Who would you rather be competing next to? The answer was Jessica. I'd rather be competing again next to her. Um, Jackson is this physical beast for at first glance. So I said that it, it was in that moment that I said, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to vote Jackson as camp director. And that's why I switched. Yeah. Uh, Was there, was there sort of like a coalition that came together or was it just a lot of individuals that decided to go with Jackson? Um, It was kind of like a coalition, but it it wasn't grateful yet. It was Mm -hmm. a mixed match of people, but it was definitely, uh, there were a lot of the same people that voted for Jackson were ultimately in the grateful Alliance, but it wasn't exactly the same. An alliance wasn't formed. Um, There was a six person alliance. I learned after watching the first two episodes. I didn't know I was on the outskirts, um, but it was a six-person alliance, and then it was grateful and uh, minus sis and I. So they yeah. added my sis and myself afterwards. It seems. Yeah. So uh, when Jackson made the decision to uh, to banish, you know, the the four people: Cliff, Kemi, um, David, and Jess. Uh, was that a decision that he came to all on his own, or was that something that he discussed with other people? Do you know? It's so hard to even like remember these things. Um, I think that the I think it was in terms of me. I, I don't know. I can't speak if he talked about it with other people, <clears throat> but with me. I'm pretty sure he just came up to me and said, this is what I'm thinking of doing. Congratulations. It's not you. Essentially is is what I saw when I is what I heard when he came to me and said, I'm thinking of doing these three people because they um, raised their hand to be camp director. So I'm just going to pick them. And then the fourth person is Cammie because she didn't talk to me uh, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, said these are the four I'm thinking. I said, okay, cool. Great. You know, that it's not me is all you're thinking in that moment. Um, okay. So then David is the one to go. Were, were you, uh, were you happy that David was the one that left or were you, did you even know them well enough to, to have a rooting interest, uh, between the four of them? Yeah, I kind of felt indifferent about it. Um, you know, I was surprised to be honest with you because David is such a, he, you know, when you look at him, he's such a physical competitor. And you just didn't expect that person to be the one to be banished on day one. Um, But I felt indifferent in the sense that I really didn't know people yet. David and I had had, we played uh, checkers upstairs and he was looking at me very intense with his (laughs) eyes. And I was like, oh, okay, this guy is like really looking like deep into my soul right now. Um, So like that was my first impression of him was that he was just intense. But at that point, it was impossible to have 
a, you know, a, um, an opinion really in terms of a strong opinion, at least in terms of who you were hoping would come back. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely wanted Jess to come back, even though I voted against her because I knew that she would understand why I ultimately voted against her. And I still felt a connection with her. Um, Cliff, I hadn't connected with at that point. And Kemi, I wanted her to come back too because I felt bad that she was the only one that didn't raise her hand for, for camp director that got banished. And I wasn't involved with the, the, the conversation or not or no conversation that happened between her and uh, Jackson. So yeah. I, would, I wanted her to come back too. All right. So when did, when did grateful come together? Was it, I, I, I was it before the HOH or was it, I think it was after the HOH, right? Honestly, I don't remember. And it's funny because I, or well, you really don't know everything when you're in that house. Like mm-hmm. apparently I was just a tack on for the Alliance <laughs> and I was like a last minute, like uh, I didn't know that. I thought I was like right in the heart of it the whole entire time. Um, but uh, apparently I was just added on uh, as Nick and Jack had informed me. Um, but that's okay. That's okay. I, you know, it's, it's all good now. Um, but I mean, I yeah, know. initially the core was Jackson, Jack and Bella. Right. So <laughs> fun. Yeah. It's nuts. Um, but yeah, so I don't really, um, I don't really remember, honestly, if it was before the HOH or after. I think it was before. Oh, no, no, no. It was after the HOH was played. A thousand percent. Mm-hmm. Um, so but, so it, com- it comes together. And uh, do you feel good about this group? Do you feel like this is actually something that you can run with? Or is it right now sort of like, uh, well, this is great for now. We'll see where it goes. It, listen, I, I thought it was great in that moment. I really did. I thought that, you know, from watching the show in the past, I looked at the crew of Grateful and they were the strongest competitors in the house, in my opinion. And I wanted to be with that crew. It's a game. And I understand that America would be rooting for the underdogs and that wouldn't be the crew that I was aligned with. But I was there to win a game. And I knew that I stood my best chance getting to the end with those people at that point. Um, So... Uh, and, and we, you know, grateful one, like a ridiculous amount of HOHs out of the total HOHs played in the season. So really like it, it, it was a really strong alliance in that sense. I forget. It's like 13 out of the, I, I forget what the amount is, but it's, it's way majority of the HOHs were run, were won by people in the grateful alliance. So it yeah. was really strong in that sense. It's it's easy to count the ones that weren't. Uh, you had Nicole, Cliff, and Jess. I think is is about it. Yeah, I think it was only three HOHs that weren't won by by Grateful, by a member of Grateful. Mm. So listen, I you know after getting out of the house, I'm seeing a lot of I'm seeing all the controversy and the backlash. And when you're in the house, you can't it, you just don't see it. It's so strange. You see behavior that you think is inappropriate maybe but you really just don't know how america is going to react to everything um and i understand i understand completely where everyone's heads are at in terms of the season granted i haven't watched it myself yet i'm only two episodes in but um but it, it is a game and the strong players are usually the ones that you want to align yourself with to get to the end and that's what we did um, so yeah, it's, it's really interesting coming out of the house, the aftermath of this whole thing. Yeah. I mean, that's something that was a big part of the conversation in the early part, part of the season was, um, not only 
that, you know, a big majority alliance had been created essentially, but that, uh, you know, the twists that, that were involved, the, the day one eviction, um, and the, what will eventually become the, uh, the camp comeback twist, which, uh, which definitely I think was one of the major kicking off points for a lot of the controversy. Um, it really, uh, you know, I think, amplifies things where uh you know it it becomes more difficult for people who are not in the majority when it comes to age race uh whatever um to to it's it's it can be more difficult for them to bond immediately and get into those big majorities and so when there are very quick evictions and um you know twists that encourage majorities to get together and stay together as opposed to turning on each other um then i think that you know what what we eventually see is that uh there are trends that happen over the course of many seasons that we see that uh, a lot of the people who are not able to fit in immediately, uh, they're the ones that suffer um, due to these sorts of uh, setups. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I, I agree with you. I, I see that totally. Um, sucks. Nobody wants that. I don't want that. Mm-hmm. I don't want my... I, I consider every single person that has a friend. And I don't want my friends to feel like that. And I, I feel horrible that, that people have felt like they weren't a part of something. You know, all I could say is that I went in there to win a game and that's where I was coming from all along. I, you know, uh, I never, ever would have, in terms of, as far as I go, I can only speak for myself that race was never, any race, age, gender was not, I, was not a deciding factor in my mind. I, I didn't see it that way, honestly. Um, but, but I can totally understand now in hindsight, why, why people would feel that way. And I, I, you know, I, I, it sucks. It's a very weird situation to be in. It's, it's, and it's strange because we don't really get time together after the show. Like, I wish I could just be like in a room with all the camp comebackers, anybody that was offended by anything that happened in the season. And I wish we could just talk it out because I hate that anyone would have felt unaccepted or unwelcomed anything unworthy, whatever it is that they felt. Uh, I hate being part of that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not me to be honest with you. And, and being a part of that stinks. It does. It's yeah. something I'm to live with. I, you know, I see that there are two sides, you know, I, I hated being a part. I hate that coming out of the house and seeing how people react to, I hate that I'm a part of it, but I, on the other, in the same breath, it's a game. And I did what I thought was right to stay in the game longer. Um, yeah. So, you know, all we can do is move forward. I think Nicole is the freaking best. That, and what she said on finale night in terms of forgiveness, like that's, that's all I can, that keeps resonating. That, that really resonated with me and it keeps sticking in my brain. The word forgiveness is, you know, yes, there's this whole camp comeback controversy thing going on, but even more than that, a lot of people talked shit about each other in that house and all we can do, myself included, I talked about people and people have talked about me. And I think the beautiful thing about Big Brother, about the family of Big Brother is that most of us have the ability to look at each other in the eye and say, we both talk shit. Let's forgive each other and move on. I love you. And I, I think that that's the best part of this whole entire experience. And that's kind of what, here's the thing too, like 
when you when a new cast is introduced, you have not. There's only one thing that you all have in common, and that's that you've watched the last season. Mm. So immediately, we all start bonding over who we liked and who we didn't like on last season. And then when you get out of the house, you realize that all the things you said about the people you didn't like, they heard. So now. <laughs> faced with those people and you have to be like, Hey, I'm sorry for talking about you and saying that I didn't like your game, but it's really nice to meet you. <laughs> and then, and all of the people that I've met that I've said stuff like that about, they've all welcomed me with open arms and said, honey, it's okay. I forgive you. I get it. You're good. Let's move on. And I freaking love that. Like, that's like, oh my gosh, it means the world to me. It's insane. And I will do the same for people next year when they go on the show and when they're talking about me, I'm like, you know what? Do your thing. I don't really care. It, it, it's a game. And if you know, you respond to different people, we're all a big puzzle piece. We're all little pieces that fit together and make one big puzzle, but it's designed so that there are different personalities in the house that people can relate to. You know, the people that relate to Nicole are not the people necessarily that are going to relate to me or the people that relate to clip are not the people that are going to relate to Kenny. Like it's just, you, each person in America identifies with specific people because based on who they are as an audience. Um, so there are people that they, basically there are people that are going to like me and there are people that are not going to like me. And that's okay. I didn't come here for America to like me. I came in that I, I did this because I love this game and I wanted to play the game. So I, I'm good. I'm, I'm really happy. All right. Well, there there was a lot that you were doing in week one and, and really the early weeks in general, um, I think that really helped set you up for for future weeks. Um, and, you know, obviously the big one, <laughs> the big one was, uh, you know, being in Grateful. Um, you were, you know, brought in for sure. But very quickly, you became the 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 center of of Grateful. Really, you were you were at the core of it. You had Jack on one side. You had a great relationship obviously with christy you also uh worked on sis a lot you had a, you were really the only person within the eventual six shooters that really had a great relationship with nick um and through that you know essentially bella um and so very quickly it, it, it appeared to us that you were at the core of this and that you were in the best spot in in the entire game um and <clears throat> you were also doing other things like throwing competitions um you were you were already talking about that you talked about that preseason something that i really liked hearing from you preseason was the idea that you weren't afraid to uh to get into a, like a fight with somebody because having an enemy in the house isn't necessarily a bad thing um yeah. and and this this was all stuff that you were talking about in the early weeks um, that I think really helped set you up for uh, for the future as the game went on. Is this were these things that you kept in mind as you went through the game, or were they you know just in your head initially? Uh, no, I think that they were definitely things that I kept in mind. I think that the biggest thing about going into this house, um, you need to really know who you are. You need to know yourself inside and out before you go into the Big Brother house. Every single person has strengths and weaknesses, and you need to know exactly what yours are. Because I could never play the game that Jackson played and win. I had to play the best game that Tommy could play and to win. We're completely different people. I knew going into the house that my social game was going to be my strongest aspect. I'm athletic. I am a competitor. But I knew that that wasn't going to be what I my, my strong suit. I knew that it was going to be my social game. That's the kind of person I am in real life. 
And I wanted to bring real life Tommy into the house and just use my real life strengths. I get along with everybody. I love everybody. I really do. And I, I wanted to do that in the house. And that's what that's that position that you talk about that I set myself up in. That was all on purpose, but it was real. Also, it's what I would have done even if I wasn't in the house. Just get along with everybody. Um, and I, I love all those people. I love Jack. I love the way that he and I played the game together. We were a good team. Um, I love Christy. I'm obsessed with her. Christy and I weren't super close prior to going in the house. It was, you know, she dated my aunt. It's not like, you know, think about somebody in your family, their significant other. Are you super close? Probably not. You've met and you've hung out and they come to family dinners, but you're not best friends. But now even like being in this house with Christy, I, I, I love her even more than I ever have. Um, sis obsessed with her like sis you know from what I'm hearing she didn't get as much airtime as she I think she deserved she was very intuitive she's also very quiet I don't and she would always speak about how because she's younger maybe she didn't feel confident coming right out and being so vocal within the alliance but I would always pay attention to what she was saying and she always was on the right, like, it was always, I thought, on the right track. Very intuitive. So I very quickly was like, hey, you, you, you're smart. Let's, like, you're going to, I want to be with you. Um, Nick has a heart of gold. And Nick reminds me of people from where I'm from, back home. He's like, you know, he's a ball bust. So he says whatever is on his mind. He's nuts. And I love it. And I gravitated towards him because of that. Uh, then Holly, I love the way that Holly communicates. I love, I thought that, you know, it was watching Holly deal with confrontation that really drew me to her. It, I realized that her and I are actually very similar in that sense, the way that we deal with confrontation. Um, and Jackson, I think that he is just a strong ass competitor. And he's honestly like somebody who I've never would have, I, I would never associate myself with, not associate, but I don't have any friends in my real life like Jackson. Nobody, literally nobody like him. But I knew in this game that he was somebody that I wanted to work with. I wanted to be working with as opposed to against because he was such a force to be reckoned with. And I knew that from the get go. Yeah. So yeah, just went through everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, so so Christy was HOH and she went through a whole uh, thing uh, where she was initially targeting Cat, um, right. but then shifted to Kemi. Um, can you can you uh, enlighten us on like what was it exactly that shifted the target onto Kemi? And we know that I know there was a a comment made about cooking, um, but but uh, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Um, I think that Kemi was. She, she, I love Kemi so much. There, it's you can't. You sometimes you can love people and you're not supposed to live with them. And that's not me speaking for myself. But hearing like Christy talk about Kemi, hearing my the other members of Grateful talk about Kemi, I'm pretty sure that at first, I mean, Christy. Here's the thing. What I really think that I don't even think it was actually about Kemi for Christy in the beginning. I think that. Jack and Jackson were at the heart of deciding who was going to get banished from mm -hmm. Camp Comeback. And Kemi was the only person that did not raise her hand to be camp director that was banished. And she came back. So I think that Jack and Jackson really wanted Kemi gone because she was the one that really had a reason to come after them at that point. Christy caught on to the fact that Jack and Jackson just wanted Kemi gone because essentially Christy didn't want to do Jack and Jackson's dirty work. And Kemi and Christy had a great relationship at that point. And, you know, now I think that not so much from what I 
I'm gathering. But uh, I think that at that point, Christy said, I'm not going to do Jack and Jackson's dirty work. They want her gone because they decided to banish her. And now she's back in the house and she has a reason to gun for them. But that's not me. That's them. So and this is my HOH. So that's why she ultimately decided to make it. You know, it's week one. You don't know anybody. Um, she was aligned with, in terms of the boys in the house, she was aligned with me, Jackson, and Jack. And then Sam had used the veto on Cliff. The only boy left left to go on the block was Ovi. He was it. He was the only choice left if she was going to keep it a boy and a girl. So that's why she ultimately decided to put Ovi on the block. I think it was really fair, honestly. It, like, I think that it makes total sense. But the funny part is, <clears throat> I didn't know that Obi was going on the block. So during that whole entire meeting, I was shitting my pants. I, when she was like, you know, I really don't know what I was going to do. I want to make it a boy and a girl. My heart sank. And I thought, oh, my God, she's going to put me on the block. <laughs> and she's told everyone that we know each other so that they get me out of the house. What if the genius, honestly. But um, I, that's where my brain went. So I was panicking at that meeting when she was making that speech. And then when it was Obi, I was I was a little relieved that it just wasn't me. Um, but, you know, that's kind of what it came down to in that in that first week. And um, that I. Yeah. So, well, that's what. It, I yeah. Well, it was it was very it was very close. Like, you know, Cammy or sorry, uh, Christy had been back and forth. She had been like very emotional right. about this decision for, for days because she was yeah. the first HOH and she didn't want to screw it up. Um, yeah. And she eventually decided, no, I'm not going to do Kemi. Kat's going to go. It's I, we're just going to leave the nominations the same and we'll, we'll get rid of Kat. She talked to Sam about not using the veto. And Sam uh, was like, ah, I really want to use the veto though. Exactly. And so she was like, yeah, but I don't want to have to put anybody else up, uh, you know, cause then I'll make them mad and then I'll, I'll send Kat home and then they'll still be mad at me. And so it was Sam that actually was like, well, what about Ovi? Can't you put Ovi up? And you're like, oh, you know, that's a great idea. Um, and so just like that, instead of Kat leaving, it was Ovi. And uh, like, can you can you imagine how different the game might have been if uh, if Cat had been the one to go that week? Um, yeah. You know, day forty four never happens, and uh, who knows how the game plays out? I know it's so it's so crazy. Like you look back now, and I'm like, oh, if only I'd done things differently. I was talking to my best friend Victoria on the phone. Uh, I think we might have like talked like through like my social media at some point. Anyway, she knows who you are, um, but. Uh, Victoria, she was saying to me, Tommy, when you were up, my fast forward to my last week in the house, when you were up in the have not room and first Mickey came in and then Cliff came in, you knew something was up and you went downstairs. And if you would have just gone in that RV room instead of listening to Jackson and going back upstairs when he said, uh, she's tired, we're going to talk tomorrow, then the whole thing would have been different. And I'm like, okay, but I can't hear that now. Like, it just mm. hurts too to hear how close it w was, it, you know, it, yeah, it hurts really bad, honestly. And it, to be honest with you, when I first got out of the house, it was easier than it is now. It's, it's getting harder and harder as I realized that how close it was and how, yeah, it's hard. Yeah. It was my, it was my dream to win this game. And, and I, I was close to staying at least another week. Mm -hmm. um, what happened then? But but, you know, Jackson is amazing. He's not just a physical player. He's also a social competitor. He's a, a creative genius that why was so smart. And it's ultimately what led me to vote for him. Yeah. 
Now we are going to take a quick break for our sponsors and we'll be right back. And we're back. So let's get back to the show. All right. So, so Ovi, Ovi is evicted week yeah. two. Uh, Jack wins the HOH camp comeback is now in play. Um, now Jack, after he won the HOH was like, I, I want a backdoor Nick. Nick is my target. Um, and Jackson was actually the one that said, nah, camp comeback. Can't do it. Uh-huh. Um, so that was, you know, I mean, maybe you have some insight. Do you think that without camp comeback in play, do you think that 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 might have actually happened that Jack would have actually gone after Nick or maybe would you have talked him out of it or, you know, what do you think might've happened? I, I honestly don't remember where Nick and I stood at that point. I think that Nick was there because there was a point in the game. I was part of the six, four road flip. Um, mm-hmm. And at that point I was anti Nick. I yeah. thought that I, so there was a point in time where I was anti Nick. I think that that was a little soon though. It wasn't Jack's HOH. I think I was still team Nick. So um, perhaps I would have tried to save Nick, but I do think that can't come back affected who was being evicted and who wasn't. Um, people were scared to take a shot at the big, big competitors because they would still be there and they would probably come back and with vengeance and they would know everything that was going on in the house. still. so I think the idea I think was to target players who they saw as weaker honestly that's my opinion mm-hmm. yeah i mean six shooters had basically come together in the first week you guys were counting votes uh in terms of like you know what would happen and um or no sorry this is it's the second week uh here with with cammy on the block you guys are counting votes um and you you can't count Bella as a vote because she's close with Kemi. Uh, and right. so with Bella, you can't count Nick. So you're counting votes. And with the six of you, you have the votes. And that's when you guys were kind of like, ah, well, six of us. That's a pretty good group right there. Um, but uh, but yeah, you would you would try to warn Nick, uh, I think, at the end of the previous week, like, hey, things are, are turning against you um, because he, he he was saying to Christy, like, hey, do do what you want to do, like uh, make your own decision. And um, and Christy was like, oh, he's trying to manipulate me. <laughs> uh, and Bella and Bella was running around, you know, like uh, doing Bella's thing. Um, <laughs> I haven't seen them yet, but I heard about uh, the was it the avocados? No, the, guac- <laughs> the was it the guacamole? What was it? Um, um, Brussels sprouts, maybe? Brussels sprouts. Yeah, the Brussels yeah. sprouts. I heard about that. I was laughing so hard when I heard about that. Oh, that, so, was a, that was a day on the feeds. Oh, my gosh. It's so funny. <laughs> um, I'm so happy yeah. that I can laugh at it, too. She, she loves it herself, which is so great. Yeah. So, um, so Jack, Jack is he, he wants to target Kemi if, if he can't target Nick. So, uh, it's Kemi and, uh, and Jess on the block. Uh, this is when the whole, uh, Black Widows thing comes out because, because Bella rats it out. Um, and, uh, and, and it, it really, it kind of crumbles. Um, and then the, the week goes fairly smoothly, uh, for the most part until, uh, Christy overhears Cliff 
in uh, in the boat room and he uh, he's been doing cliff notes all season long and talking to the cameras uh, and she overhears Cliff talking about you know his game and, and what he's doing and he is kind of trying to latch himself onto this big group that he sees and uh, is you know essentially trying to do his best to undermine it while you know staying safe with that with with you guys and hoping that you guys will eventually break up and that he can survive long enough to see that happen and he talks about you know how he sees people that's a group of couples and he mentions you and Christy as essentially a couple together um, Christy takes this information and just immediately tells everybody about it uh, were you happy that that was the decision she made because she was telling everyone that he saw you two as a couple and it seemed like this was the moment that really solidified in the house that you two were basically a couple and for a long time that's just how you were seen with with a lot of from for a lot of people right you know it's so funny i actually haven't even i didn't think about that in that moment and the reason why is because we had just woken up she had <laughs> woken us up out of our dead sleep to tell us this news and it was like oh my god it's the best news ever i just heard his whole game and we were like tell us tell us um yeah i think it would have been Good if she didn't mention that. So, couple, that's that's a really good point, Taryn. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that until now, honestly. Uh, I think that regardless of if she said that then or not, though, I think that people would have seen us seen us as a couple at some point. It was, it was, it was coming together. People were starting to associate you more and more, but that was really like the solidifying moment. Yeah, I think that you know we were in an alliance with couples and. Therefore, it would be only natural that the two of us would come together. Also, we're both gay. We're both, you know, very vocal with East Coasters. So it made sense that we would gravitate towards each other. Um, it's kind of what I kept. It's, that's kind of how I kept justifying the fact that we work as close as we were in the house, is that it would make sense that we were close, would be close, regardless of the fact that I knew her beforehand. Yeah, you, 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 ha- you seemed to be suspicious of Cliff right from the the get-go um yeah. and and it was interesting watching the two of you because you were playing very different games and yet you were really the only two who who really suspected one another he was the only person that was really like oh, that tommy guy he's dangerous i think he's throwing competitions i think uh he's the one to watch out for um and you were always suspicious of of cliff that he had more ulterior motives and this was sort of a, a the, a, the big moment where everybody else realized who cliff was up until that point they didn't really see it um can you tell me more about like your relationship with cliff and 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 why uh you you saw him that way right right from the beginning i don't know why i saw it right from the beginning but i did i saw it in in cliff and sam i think that cliff sam and i are very similar players actually there's i saw a lot of my game in their game and that scared me um and you know I, I wonder if I had targeted Cliff during my HO each week instead of Cat, would things have been different? But you know, you can't think about that kind of stuff now. I mean, but I, I think I think the the, the Jackson, Cat, and Holly are the final three at that point, probably. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Actually, I do. I still I still don't regret it. I really don't. Um, and I, you know, she's a really strong player too. She would have gone really far. I think she's also extremely likable. I can go on and on. That's another question, though. You asked me about Cliff. Uh, Cliff, I love Cliff. 
I, like I mentioned about Jackson, I don't have anybody in my life like Jackson. I don't have anybody in my life like Cliff. I've never met an older Southern gentleman like that. I, I just don't have anyone like that in my life. Um, but Cliff and I really did see eye to eye when we, when we did speak about game. Um, it just so happens that the way the game was set up, we weren't on the same team. But I voiced to Cliff that I wish that there was a version of this game where we were on the same team numerous times. And I really meant that whenever I said it. I, I think that he's so smart. I think that I, I just saw it right away. I can't even explain why, but I just knew that he was a genius, that he knew this game so well. And I think that I know my strengths. I know that I'm the fun guy, the, the, like, the, the guy that's going to make everyone have a good time. And Cliff is also that guy in a different way. And I think that's a big reason why I felt threatened by him, because we were playing a very similar game. Um, you know, I, I wish that I could have gotten a hold of Cliff fully at, uh, before, before it was too late, because it was ultimately Cliff and I's relationship. It was him deciding not to keep me that sent me home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it, it, the the amount of times you two talked about like uh, how you were both fans of the game and how uh, oh Cliff would say like oh if it's not me I hope it's you Tommy um, yeah. and uh, and you know hopefully we can come together it was weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks of the, of those conversations and then almost not quite I know, though I know you turned me down the last second it was all talk. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so so that happens. Uh, there's a, there's an, uh, an attempted flip to keep Kemi uh, from from Sam, who really leads the charge there, and we'll we'll talk about Sam, especially in the next week. Um, but ultimately, uh, Kemi is evicted, and uh, we head into the next week where Nick wins the HOH. And at this point, you know, uh, six shooters have come together. And you guys had kind of been looking at maybe targeting Nick in the coming week, but he wins the HOH. And so now it's now it's like, oh, no, we're all good. <laughs> yeah, everyone's everyone's happy and fine. Um, Jackson also cast a rogue vote there, uh, which I believe you saw through pretty quickly. I did. You're so good. You really know, like, you really know everything. I did. I really did see through it right away. We, it was me and sis. It was me and sis, actually. Mm-hmm. I, like I've seen, sis is so intuitive. It was me and her that were in the boat room, I'm pretty sure. And we, we were like, it's Mickey. It is. And I went and warned him. I said, I just want to let you know, like, did you do this wrong vote? And he said, no, no. And I said, well, I just want to let you know, like, that people are pinning it against you, that people think it's you. So just be aware that that's floating around the house. And then I left the room and I said, I don't believe in this. I, I know it. I, I think there was I think there was a funny moment. I think it was you. Uh, you were I think it might have been you talking to sis like, uh, you know, uh, I think I think it was you know somebody trying to pin it on Nicole. Uh, and then Jackson comes in and he's like, I think Nicole did it. <laughs> and, I, I think in that maybe it was in that moment. Even I don't even I got to look back and watch this. But I, I mean, sis, I'm pretty sure with the two that were like. It's Mickey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you you, you definitely uh, you, 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 you you were onto it. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. 
<laughs> so uh, so it's it's also around this time um, Bella had finally gotten around to ratting out Grateful um, to both Sam and uh, a, a little bit to Kemi as well. Kemi kind of let Nicole know that there was an eight person group. Cliff and Nicole finally realized the, exactly the extent to which these eight people were working together. And uh, and Nicole also sort of intuited that there was a divide now between Nick and essentially Holly. Uh, those two were really going at it. Um, and yep. she was kind of in the middle of those two. They were both yep. talking to her about the other people. Um, and this is when she makes a play uh, with Holly, uh, where Holly threw Nick under the bus. And then later, Holly, uh, Nicole's going to use that information with Nick, uh, right before the nominations, which of you know does not work out. This is the, I'm hearing about this. This is genius, <laughs> right? Yeah, that was genius play on Nicole's part. That's she amazing. this it was it was great. It was it was great to see her this week. Um, you know, and, and unfortunately, it did not it did not work out. Nick says that he very nearly did follow through and, and nominate Jack and Jackson, um, oh. but uh, but it was it was too little uh, too late, and and you know. Um, I haven't talked to Nicole yet. I don't know exactly how calculated it was to go approach Nick right before. I believe what happened was that Bella and Nick were talking about the rest of the, you know, about Jackson, I think, and talking about him in a way that was like, uh, maybe they didn't trust him. And so Nicole was like, uh, and she just kind of went for it as an opportunity. Uh, but it did backfire because when they come back, when you come back from nominations, uh, he has not nominated Jack and Jackson. It's going to be a uh, cliff and, Jess, I believe. Um, and then, yes. And then you were, you are the one that is going to sort of be like, Hey, what's, what's going on, Bella? Like, uh, something, something's up. She came up to me. I went Mm -hmm. up to the H room to just like check in with Nick and Bella and she grabbed my face and she said, Tommy, tell me the truth. Like what is going on to that? Something to that extent. I don't remember exactly what she said, but she grabbed my face and I had heard about a conversation that the girls had that Christy Sis and Holly had with Nicole. And then Bella told me, Nicole is telling me this. Is this true? And in that moment, I really thought, and I still, again, I haven't gone back and watched this yet. But I know that this is like, at the, this is at the, uh, the root of the whole, the bullying, keeping Nicole out of the room thing. So I'm really like eager to go back and watch it. I just like, literally it's been a little too hard actually to do it. But, um, but I, in that moment, wholeheartedly believed that Nicole was the common denominator, that she was trying to divide this big group up and that it was working. But if we, I'm a big believer in, I'm very loyal and I am a big believer in like, my people coming together. You saw that the whole entire season. I'm being ripped apart for it. I was still holding out hope for the six shooters when they were all hating each other and I was never going to give it up. Um, and that's what I would have done with Grateful also. I wanted it to work out. It just, you can't control other people's actions. You can only control your own. But when I was given this information from Bella that Nicole was trying to tell Nick and Bella not to work with us, I had just heard a conversation that the girls had with Nicole and Nicole was telling them not to work with Nick and Bella. So in my, in that moment, I put the pieces together. I said, no, Nicole is trying to drive us apart. It's her. She is the common denominator. She's the enemy. And then they called the girls in. The girls had the same reaction that I did because it was the truth. Maybe that Nicole was trying to drive us apart. 
I'm not really sure. I honestly don't know what's the truth anymore. It, well, it was a, it was a complicated sort of situation because everything that Nicole said <clears throat> was true. Uh, the, the cracks existed before she got there. Um, she just sort of stumbled upon the cracks and then, uh, you know, then sort of used them. The, the, she used the truth to, and she told both sides and it was definitely at least partially intentional. And again, I haven't talked to Nicole yet to, to ask her exactly what was going through her mind at the time, but, uh, there was definitely, you know, there had definitely been conversations with Cliff and Ovi, um, and, and partially Kemi as well that they wanted to uh, to use the existing cracks in the foundation to help expedite the the breakup, which was already happening. Um, and so, oh, genius. Uh, yes. And so she was she was telling the truth, uh, but she was she also had the intention to break you guys up a bit. And so it was it was a very uh, strange thing because part of part of what you were catching on to was true but then it went i think in a in a in a whole like a whole other level that wasn't the case like she wasn't making things up uh and she wasn't uh you know lying about her her grandmother or, yeah. or anything like that um she yeah. was she was not being a Vanessa Russo right <laughs> um yeah it, it's a very complicated situation you know i really thought that in that moment we had caught the enemy. Mm -hmm. I thought she was the enemy. And that's why you see America's all the information. We don't have all the information. I did what I thought was right in that moment. I stood by my lines and I thought that I, I caught somebody who was trying to break us apart and I did, but, but it, it went too far. I understand that. Um, I have seen clips and, and I'm, I'm, I'm embarrassed like of the way that I react. I, I don't like that. I'm not proud of that. That's not who I am. It's just not. Um, and I'm, again, Nicole's the freaking best. Like she, <clears throat> we moved on. We talked about it in the house. And Nicole was my biggest ally the last week that I was in the house. Once Nick left, Nicole and I gravitated towards each other and we became really close in the house um, because we both loved him and not everyone else did. Uh, so we, you know, we bonded over that. And I, I'm obsessed with Nicole and I hate that, you know, I, I hate that it was, you know, perceived the way that it was. It was never my intention. It was never, I don't think, I, I can't speak for anybody else, but it was never my intention. Um, I really just thought that in that moment, I caught the enemy. And mm -hmm. it turns out she wasn't the enemy. The enemy was the game, the situation. It's more complicated than that. There is no enemy necessarily. But I was proud and excited that somebody was trying to drive us apart and they failed because now we're and we're coming together. And this is my team and I'm proud to be a part of this strong team is what was going through my head in that moment. Um, but, you know, it's it's a really tricky thing. Like Big Brother, uh, the eyes are on you at all times and you're playing a game, but you're also in the real world. And so the reactions that people are having to that day are completely valid. I understand them, but it's, it's so complicated because we are trying to win this game. Um, sometimes you have to do things that you're not proud of in the game. And I really, that, that's kind of, there are very few things that I really regret that I did in the game, but that is something that I can't say. Listen, I'm, I'm good with Nicole. I'm happy. I'm, we're very close friends at this point. So I, I, I can't say that I, I'm not going to stand here and say I regret everything I did. 
I wish, I wish that it wasn't perceived that way. I wish that I didn't make Nicole feel any way. I, I wish I could take that back. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot to deal with coming out of the house and learning all this controversy and stuff. It's really hitting me on, honestly. Yeah. And what, what did, what, did you, did you recognize like the, the, the level that was, was, you know, being raised in that room? I mean, there were so many people in that room. Um, and, you know, especially, you know, when Nicole comes, comes up and, uh, you know, the, the door gets shut in her face and then, and then Ovi comes up and he's like, hey guys, please be nice. Um, like, was there a moment where you were able to sort of see, like, maybe this is not, like maybe this has gone too far or were you just comp- too lost in the moment? In that moment, I was lost in the moment, to be honest with you. I was thinking we caught somebody who was trying to drive us apart is all I was thinking. That was what was in my brain, on my mind. That was at the front of my mind was we caught the enemy is what I truly thought in that moment. Um, and I was celebrating that we weren't going to let it drive us apart. Um, but now I know that it, she was telling the truth about all those things all along. And it didn't take me long to realize afterwards. Mm. I think you see like in the episodes, like I'm like, wait a second, maybe it's not her. Oh my gosh. And I, I did realize afterwards, but in that moment, I really thought that it was her. I did. And that's why I reacted the way I did because I, I thought that she was trying to drive us apart. And I thought that she was lying, um, you- but then it came out that she was telling the truth. And that's why that's why I we that's a big reason why we wanted to have her in that game still. Mm-hmm. Do you do you think that you uh, like have any responsibility for uh, for for helping raise the excitement level in that room at the time? Like you, you know, uh, like there there were you know a lot of things said. Like uh, you know there were there were even like threats of violence against Nicole at some points, and um, you know talks about like oh I, we're, I'm gonna go uh, go like yell at her right now. Um, and uh, there was a lot of excitement building. Do, do you do you, do you ha- do you take responsibility for for your part in that? Yeah, I definitely do. I, I definitely take responsibility. I know, again, like I said to you a few minutes ago, like I was celebrating in that mm-hmm. moment because I thought that we, I felt the cracks in the, in the alliance. And I thought that this was going to bring us back together. I thought that we had caught the person who was trying to break us apart and that nothing would stop us now and that we could come back together. I believed that we were good. I really did. I believed that in that moment that we were the good ones. And that's why I, I but I do take responsibility a thousand percent. I saw the video of me jumping up and down when she gets shut out. I, I was happy. I was like, I, I would be lying if I sat here and said like, Oh no, I, I was doing it because of this. Like, no, I was happy, but I, that's because that was my truth in that moment. I thought that she was the enemy and it, it didn't take me long afterwards to realize that that wasn't the truth, but but it's it's a, and it's not an excuse. I do take responsibility for everything I did. I know that I didn't say anything in terms of acts of violence. Like that's just not me. That's not where I come from. I I know that I didn't say that. I'm pretty sure you have more information. Yeah, you, than I, I believe you're correct on that one. But um, and, you know, in this house, like you can only take care. You can't control other people. You can only control your own actions and how you handle other people. So sure, I think I've heard other I, I've heard other people say things in that house that I think are crossing the line and inappropriate, and I have spoken out about that, and I will speak out about that. But in terms of me, I do take responsibility, and uh, you know, I I just hope it's something that the 
major, you know, I am such a big fan of this show and it hurts to see fans not uh, understand where we were coming from because I know that I am a good person. I know that I was doing what I thought was right in that moment. And I have apologized to Nicole in that house. We were great friends. Like, and I, I wish that, I wish that fans could see that and understand that as well. Um, but that's not, again, that's, I can't control other people. I can only control myself. And, you know, at this point, all I could do is move forward. I, yeah. Once I have the information, I'm proud of the way I handled it afterwards, moving forward from then on. And that's all I can say, you know, that like, you can't take back what you do. You're on 24 seven surveillance in that house. And it's, it's way harder than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Well, afterward, uh, you were sort of the designated uh, mo- moderator, uh, ba- babysitter. Uh, what was, I don't remember what the term was, the but mediator, mediator yes, <laughs> uh, which was ridiculous. <laughs> Everybody wanted you in on the conversations. I was like, OK, OK. Um, yeah, it was so funny. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was honored, but I also was like, I think this could put a target on my back. Like, I really don't want to be the mediator anymore. <laughs> Doing it for just this week, like that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, there were a lot of there were a lot more heated conversations, especially between Nicole and Bella, uh, and then Nicole, yeah, and Nicole and, and Nick. Um, and this is definitely when you know you and Christy came together. You're like, you were like, uh, this, this is definitely Bella's fault. Yeah, you realize I was in that moment. Like I said, like in the moment up in the HOH room, I was celebrating because I thought I knew the truth. I thought that Nicole was the enemy. And then once I realized that that wasn't that wasn't true, it wasn't her. And I, I I'm proud that we took the opportunity to I don't want to say that we saved her because she it, she came up with the uh, the what's it called? Um, the campaign like herself, like she, you know, but we knew we wanted to keep her as soon as we knew that it wasn't her. Granted, her campaign was amazing and it was all what we were thinking. But we knew in the moment that we, once we realized that Bella wasn't telling the truth and that it was Bella, um, and that it was us also, it was, it was, mm-hmm. it wasn't Nicole. Um, once we realized that, then we were like, we got to keep Nicole. Also, Cliff is a big threat. So let's take Cliff out and let's keep Nicole. Yeah. So, so you go through with that. It's, uh, you, you, you blindsided. What was, what was the decision to not tell Nicole? Because it's very rare that somebody is blindsided by staying in the house. Well, because there was still, um, what's it called? There was still, what's the word I'm looking for? Like confusion. Like we weren't exactly sure if we could 100% trust Nicole mm-hmm. because she still was going back to both parties and telling them information. So we, I mean, it would have been stupid of her to, if we told her we're keeping her to go back and tell them, but we just like only trusted ourselves at that point. We were like, we know that the six of us are good. So let's just keep, we have the numbers. Let's keep it between us. Let's not tell other people. We wanted to tell Kat because we, I, I really wanted Kat in our alliance too. Like I loved Kat. Um, granted, you know, I, I did think that her and Holly knew each other from the get-go also, but I still wanted to work with Kat. I love Kat. Um, so we wanted Kat to know about it as well because she was also acting like a mole. Um, so she was giving, giving us information from both sides. So there was the whole plan that she wouldn't vote for Nicole, but knew that we were going to do it. 
Um, but we didn't want to tell Nicole because we just didn't want too many people knowing. We didn't trust people. We were scared that it would get out too early. And we did not want Nick and Bella to find out. If um, if Nicole had told Kemi, then Kemi would have probably blown up the information. Like the less the way that I operated in that house is that if you don't feel comfortable telling if you're if you're choosing whether or not to say something out loud if you don't feel comfortable telling the whole entire house what you're about to say then just don't say it because the whole house will probably find out everything at some point Mm -hmm. that's how i operated so i did i was definitely i think part of the the reason why we didn't want to tell nicole because we just wanted to keep it between the less amount of people the better yeah, this is uh, you, you guys had also um, talked about uh, kind of like ditching Kat at this point. You weren't sure if you could trust her. There was a big blow up between her and Jackson around this time. Uh, Holly, at this point, I thought had given the game away because she told Sis and Christy, we can trust Kat. I know because we have a lot of mutual friends and she can't go back on that. But it didn't seem like that really went anywhere, although there were like some, you know, mutual that maybe they they might know each other uh, but most of that came from the stagecoach uh comment um yeah. but not and not this one i i never realized what i never you know knew why this 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 thing didn't blow up more it was christy that ultimately informed me of her suspicions of cat and how he knew each other knowing each other so then i was at the heart of the the potential vote flip on day 44 um at the heart of it at the root of it whatever um you get mm-hmm. the point um, but I was at the root of the potential vote flip on day 44. And that was because of the information that Christy had told me, whether that's the stage door comment or that comment that she made to sis also to her and sis. Like, I think it's, a, I think it was a combination. Mm-hmm. It was all of it. So Christy really was the one that was like, I think that they, these two know each other. And I, once she said, I was like, I think you're a hundred percent right. Because the first week it wasn't on feeds, but Kat was having a really hard time adjusting to the house and she was very upset. She spent a lot of the time in bed and Holly was right by her side the whole entire time. And the way that she was comforting her, it just seemed like it was too close, like it was too close, too quick. It was strange. So yeah. it did jump out as weird to me. And because Christy and I knew each other, I was thinking, there's no way that I'm the only one. It's got to yeah. be other people. Uh, this is also when, you know, Holly had now told Kat about grateful um not again not the name but uh that there was an eight um and cat kind of implied to you that she knew that there was a big group um and you had at this point i believe kind of guessed that this information probably came from holly right honestly i don't remember this this like i it's like another world i feel like (laughs) very but that sounds right sure (laughs) (laughs) Um, all right. So, uh, so ultimately Cliff is going to be voted out. Uh, however, camp comeback, the competition finally, uh, comes up and it's the one that Cliff like, you know, was able to completely dominate. Um, and Cliff is the one that, uh, that comes back in. Um, and now this, this is, you know, sort of the, the, the wrap up of Camp Comeback. Uh, the, the image, I don't know if you've seen it, uh, but it was really going around in, in articles and stuff. The image of the three evicted Camp Comeback people, Ovi, David, and Kemi, uh, was pretty striking. Um, I think that, you know, Camp Comeback in general, uh, just the way, 
I don't think it was set up particularly well uh, myself. Uh, they were in uniforms. They were designated into like uh, one particular spot. There's a lot of uh, comparisons to um, the Stanford prison experiment in a lot of ways. Like they, they were uh, sort of like designated as like lower class house guests and, and right away, uh, you know, Jack had uh, said like, hey, we're not going to talk to them. We're not going to like talk game with them. Um, and that sort of contributed to that as well. Uh, I, I can see the the pain on your face, even just, just hearing this. I didn't know. I mean, this is the first time hearing this. It's so hard. It's so hard. It's really hard to be a part of us. Yeah. Uh, I hate that. I hate that. And I, did, I, I know which picture you're talking about. I didn't see... The caption or anything, but I did see it on Instagram, and now it's like registering all everything you're saying is registering for the first time right now. So that's that's a lot. It's crazy. It's really overwhelming. I hate that. Yeah. Um. So so obviously, you know, this is it's it's not something that you saw in the house. Um. I think that as far as I know, everything that was all the decisions that were made as far as who was evicted, um, who wasn't, can't come back. It was strictly game, as far as I know. Uh, I saw reasons why each person was evicted. And um, I can't say that I would have done the same thing myself, but I understood where each decision came from. Uh, but yeah, to, you know, I just feel for more than anyone, I feel for the three camp comebackers that were in that photo, because that's got to be very hard. I understand. I understand why. Yeah. I, I just, I understand why. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I can, I can, I can genuinely, uh, you know, see the, uh, this is, this is an audio podcast, but I can, uh, I'm on video with, with Tommy. You are very, uh, affected by this. It's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot to, to take in. Yeah. I mean, I grew up dancing with being in shows with, uh, people of all different races, all different sexual orientations, all different, um, ages, all different kinds of people. and. I, I think it's a skill to be able to get along with everybody, especially people that you necessarily can't like, that aren't like you, honestly. Um, and I, that is, a, a, that is something that I've learned in my life is how to get along with everybody, people from all over the world, and to be a part of a season or uh, a group where it wasn't, I wasn't viewed that way is really, it's not, a, it's not who I am, honestly. It's, it's just not. And it's, uh, it's hard to, yeah, it's hard to, um, be a part of that. It is. Yeah. There, there was a lot of talk of the implicit biases, um, that, that may have been, uh, a part of, of, of how, you know, people talked about, uh, the, the camp comebackers. Is that something that, that kind of clicks for you? Uh, does it, does it, do you think it makes sense? I, I know it's a, it's a lot to, to answer, especially not knowing exactly what was said, but, uh, but based on your experience in the house, does, does, does it, does it ring any bells maybe? Yeah. I think that if, that's what Ovi, Kemi, and David felt, then that's the truth. Then that's their truth. And that's who am I to, they're the victims. Who am I to challenge that? That's, then if that's what they felt, then that's, it's a hundred percent true because their feelings are valid and that's, that's what it is. Um, It's not up to me to say whether or not that's what happened. And that's what, it doesn't matter. It's what they felt. And that's, then that, that's true. Um, 
I never wanted to make, there was never the intention I can say to make anyone feel less than to feel alienized, alienized. Is that a word? Alienated, alienated, alienated. Uh, alienated. Uh, I never wanted that, but it, it happened apparently. And, and I, I feel terrible about it. I feel terrible about it. I really do. I love all of them. I really do. I love all of them so much. I'm, I'm also friends with the three of them still. Like I, we've, we've talked since the season ended and, and I am so grateful that they are, you know, able to see that they, that they still want to be my friend. I'm grateful that they still want to be my friend. Yeah. Um, because I was a part of something that hurt them for sure. Uh, but yeah, those are my thoughts on that. All right. So, uh, we, we've, we've talked about, uh, some of this heavy stuff. Let's get back into, uh, into the game here. Okay. Uh, yeah. if, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, so week, uh, week four, Cliff battles back. He wins the HOH. Um, he's ready to take a big shot. Jack and Jackson up on the block. Um, but there's a, there's a problem with that plan. Um, yep. and, yeah, that that problem is that Christy won the diamond power of veto. And yep. uh, when Jackson wins the veto, that means that uh, Christy is able to uh, use the diamond power veto to essentially negate Cliff's HOH because he does not have the votes to get Jack out if somebody like Bella goes up on the block. So mm-hmm. Cliff makes the very controversial decision to make a deal with Christy. Um, he had been talking to her. She had been talking about how she actually wanted Jackson to go. And if Jackson hadn't been the one to win the veto, then, uh, then she, you know, it would, it would have been a lot easier her decision because she would have been fine with Jackson leaving. Um, she yeah. tells Cliff that Jackson was the rogue vote. Um, and that's when Cliff makes the decision. He wants to make this deal with Christy, try to win favor with the big group because his HOH is, is kaput anyway. Um, um, and so uh, he decides uh, to make this deal. She doesn't have to use the power and he is going to nominate Bella for you guys. Um, Christy is very pleased with this plan. Most most people are. I do remember you being like a little bit skeptical, um, but uh, but overall, the plan goes through. What were what were your thoughts on this this whole plan? Well, I just thought that I, you know, I just didn't 100 percent trust Cliff. Is kind of what it was. Um, I, I didn't want Jack to go. That's for sure. So if there was a choice between Bella and Jack, then I was going to choose Bella to go on the block. And, you know, I, I would have chose to keep Jack at that point, a thousand percent. Um, but I was scared making a deal with Cliff because I didn't 100% trust him. That's what I remember. That's, I think, why I was skeptic. Skeptical? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so at, at the time, a lot of people were saying like, this is the worst move ever. Why is Cliff doing this? Um, but, uh, I think that when you look at how it played out, you, there's an argument to be made that this was actually a, a good move for Cliff. It actually helped his yeah. standing in the house. Uh, do you, do you have an opinion on that? I definitely think it helped his standing in the house. I think that it is kind of one of the things that brought him and Jackson together mm-hmm. in a way that his HOH week. So interesting because, you know, Jackson and uh, Cliff had a thing right from the beginning. Yeah. And whether or not Cliff was going to stick by it, I don't think he decided until later in the season. But 
they did have a connection right off the get-go, right from the get-go. And I think that it, you know, I, I don't know if it's the Southern thing or if it's the college thing. I don't know what it is, but they had a connection for sure. And uh, I think that Cliff, I think that it helped Cliff see the cracks in the alliance again. He saw that Christie didn't want to work with Jackson. And that's what that week brought him. He, it brought him closer to the alliance and it also showed him the cracks again. Yep. So he was able to pick a side because of that and know where everyone stood. He was uh, able to navigate where we, where our heads were at more. By, mm-hmm. by letting it, by him making that choice, we let him in, not just into our alliance per se, but also into our heads so that he got, had more information and that he could make his own decisions. Yeah. And, and even in that week, he was talking to Kat about how can we help accelerate this new crack between Christie yeah. and Jackson? Yep. Not, not surprised. Again, yeah. I'm learning this for the first time, but not, not surprised so far. Well, there's a few things actually, but this, this one does not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, so I, I do the live feed updates every morning at the end of the season. I always go through the final three and their games throughout the entire season. Um, and, uh, I think the thing that, that I came away from was, uh, grateful, you know, certainly had its own cracks, but Nicole was the one that really got in there and helped, uh, like widen those cracks. And ultimately it was saving Nicole that, that really just breaks grateful. Um, and when it came to the six shooters, it was, it was Cliff and, uh, and to some extent Kat as well. Um, really getting in there, feeding information to both Christy and, uh, and Holly, um, um, and and helping to try and separate those two, um, yep. and and you you were you were the glue trying to keep everyone together throughout. because I saw all of this. I saw that people were trying to drive us apart, and I'm like, guys, just don't let them drive us apart. Together, we're stronger. Like mm-hmm. it's no brainer to me that we wouldn't just stick together. And listen, I know that it's not fun for America to watch, but we could have bulldozed to the end. If we had stuck together and then fought it out and then seen what happens that I, you know, it would have been safer for me. Mm -hmm. And that's why I really wanted that to, I wanted it to work out that way. And that's why I fought for it. Yeah. And Um, and to be fair, to be fair to the, to the others, um, you know, if, if you had bulldozed, it it probably would have been you that, (laughs) that won the game. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) um so uh so ultimately um bella is evicted that week the next week holly is going to win the hoh and now you know the the cracks have already been sort of uh forming here but um but holly is going to put up uh nick and sam and you had really wanted sam out uh and i i had loved this from you uh you know in in the past few weeks at this point uh a lot of people have been warming to sam wanting to bring him in uh, after you got rid of Nick and Bella, uh, but you you were like, uh, no, yeah. I don't I don't care if Sam I don't care about the truth I don't care if Sam was uh, good with us I don't care if he was not a part of that whole thing uh, This guy's dangerous He's got to go He was dangerous I stand by it And I love Sam Like him and I are like very We're totally fine Like on a personal level But he knows on a game level We were both after each other We it, again it goes back to like. I had a similar relationship with Sam that I had with Cliff in that we both were playing similar games and we feared each other and we saw through each other. Sam was the funny guy. He was making everybody laugh. That was 
that's me. That's I, I felt threatened by him. Um, so that's why I wanted Sam out. It's because I thought he was an amazing player. And I thought he was playing a game very similar to mine. Uh, so no matter if he was telling the truth or not, I was like, I don't really care if he's telling the truth. It, it really doesn't matter in my brain. He's still an amazing player that can win this game. We need to get him out. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where my head was at at that moment. Yeah. And uh, I, I think in many ways, uh, luckily for you, it, it's Nick that's going to uh, to win the veto, meaning that uh, Nick yep. will be safe. And now Sam is in the hot seat. Um, yep. But Holly really wanted to put Nicole on the block and uh, and take Nicole out. She thought that Sam might be a number for her, which was kind of true at the time because he had been turned against Christie at this point. Um, right. And so there was a big back and forth for a little while where Holly was trying to get Nicole on the block and she was HOA. She could have done it if she wanted to. But uh, but you and Christy had kind of been like, hmm, we kind of we kind of like Nicole again. Um, Nicole had kind of screwed up a little bit by telling Christy that she would have voted uh, Jack out if uh, if the previous week. If- speaking, of, speaking of Jack. Look yes. Oh, hey. hey. <laughs> Um, the, yes, the, the guy that, uh, Nicole would have put it out if, if given the opportunity, she didn't even realize that they wouldn't have had the votes. Um, that was a big error on Nicole's part. Um, but, uh, that really lost her favor for a little while, but by this time she had won it back a a little bit. Um, and she had talked to you and Christy about how she had been feeling really gun shy, uh, after the, uh, events of, uh, the undeniable thing. Um, and, and that was really true. She had really taken, you know, like I said, she was uh, fairly active until that point, you know, talking with both sides. Um, but after that big blow up, she really did start to take a back seat and was a little yep. more hesitant to talk game with people. Um, even in this situation where Cliff was working, Christy and Holly, uh, Nicole had information on both sides as well. But she didn't feel like she like she was like, I could go up to Holly and tell her everything that Tommy and Christy are telling. They just told me they just told me a bunch of stuff. But I feel like if I do, I'll just get blamed for it. What did we tell her? I really don't even remember. Um, this was week five. Wow, you're amazing. You're so <laughs> orphic. You're so on it. I really, I, I want to watch the next season with you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, well, so so she had talked with you, um, and you and Christy had told her, uh, your advice to her, pick a side. Um, you know, choose uh, yeah. a side stick with it um and uh and she'd also been talking with nick who felt uh who was also seeing that there was uh there were some cracks for me he had been talking to sis um i believe who had informed him about uh some you know some splits happening within the you know essentially the the six shooters um because at this point sis was and this is a very complicated week sis was anti-christy at this point um because uh of what uh holly and cat had been talking and they were anti-christy at this point they'd f- sort of figured her out um and there was a lot of anti-christy se- sentiment that was brewing uh sam had been talking to them and then uh you know so all, all of this stuff was happening anti-christy yeah mm-hmm. so then they were let's not keep let's keep sam because he's anti-christy and we're anti-christy so we want christy to um to, to be the next target basically mm-hmm. It makes yeah. sense. No, it totally is, makes sense. It, we were yeah. so con- well. Here's the thing: when Holly came up to uh, to Christy and I and said, uh, "We want to keep," um, I want to put Nicole on the block instead. We were like, "Well, that only can mean one thing." 
that Sam is going to be a number for you. Mm -hmm. And that would be very bad for our game if you and Sam teamed up. So I don't, so we just like, what we did was even though we saw through it and we saw the truth, we kind of played dumb in the sense that we were like, why would you go against the Alliance? Like, it doesn't make sense that, how would this be good for all of us? And because it would have forced her to show her cards that she wasn't actually with us. Mm-hmm. But we thought there would have Yes. I, and I, I found it. It was, it was Christy, I think, alone that had talked to Nicole about targeting Jackson and Holly. Um, uh, yes. So uh, that's, that's, she thought about telling, going to Jackson and Holly with that information, but ultimately decided not to because she was worried that the same thing would happen. Um, and I, I, there were, I, I made a lot of comparisons to this HOH, Holly's HOH, to Nick's, where, at this point, you guys had almost fully turned against Jackson Holly, and she didn't see it, and or she almost saw it, but not enough, and uh, wasn't making the moves she should have been making uh, with that information. Ultimately, nominating Cat, her closest ally, um, and allowing the possibility for you guys to flip there. Um, then we have the events of Sam pitching to Jackson. Sam pitches to Jackson that it's all Christy. She wanted you out, you know, the week that Cliff was HOH. She didn't want to use her power on you. All of this stuff. And everything that Sam is saying fits all of the little holes that have been poked uh, by by Cliff and by Kat. Um, And Jackson is convinced. And Jackson wants to flip the vote at that point. Jackson uh, wanted to keep Sam and get rid of Kat. And he went to to Holly. He was like, we need to keep Sam. And Holly was like, ah but I can't because yeah. <laughs> it's cat on the block. And Jax right. was like, oh, we should have put up Nicole. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. And then, so Jackson, Jackson then uh, goes to Jack and he tells Jack about everything. Uh, right. uh, Christy. Um, and at this point, and I talked to, to Jack about this a little bit in the, in the backyard, but at this point, uh, Jack is, kind of now in the middle um, that he is, he's, you know, hearing from Jackson that he's anti Christie. He's hearing from Christie that she's anti Jackson. And if he wanted to, he could have sort of like stayed there um, and, and kind of played both sides a little bit of the six shooters. And maybe that would have helped keep things together. He eventually, he tells you, (laughs) (laughs) he tells you and you, you did, you did try to help him with that uh, to, to an extent you tried to go to Jackson and Holly and, uh, and, and bring them back in. And, you know, at first it seemed like you were, uh, let me tell you from my perspective, it seemed like, Okay, Christy's in trouble. I'm going to try to save her, but I'm not going to like ruin my own game for it. I'm going to try to keep us together. But if I need to, like, sorry, Christy. Um, And it seemed like it was kind of working um, because you uh, were kind of employing the the scapegoat strategy again. Oh, it's Cliff's fault. It's it's, or it's Kat's fault or it's whoever's fault. Um, They're trying to break us apart. Let's not let them win. Um, But uh, but then eventually everything comes to head the next day. Am Am I reading? that right yeah that sounds right to me so far i'm a little confused on uh <clears throat> um well holly and jackson like what uh this is after the potential vote flip you're talking about right so this is sam had campaigned to jackson the night before day 43 um right. and this is they jackson wanted to flip the vote to keep sam but right. ultimately couldn't and so what he decided to do was that he needed to he was like oh well we're screwed because we can't get rid of anybody good for us at this point uh we need right. to start building an army against christy so he thought he could trust jack and he tried to pull jack in jack then brought you in um right. and you tried to like stamp out the fire um which 
it seemed like it might work. Uh, but um, again, it was Cliff in there. Cliff, Cliff had talked to Holly. It was at that point that Cliff revealed that he knew that Jackson was the rogue vote. And uh, I guess where he heard that from um, and, and all of the other things that Christy had told him um, and really helped solidify this divide. Jackson then goes to Jack the next morning. Um, Jack again is going to try to be like, Hey, it's it's Cliff's fault. It's Pat's fault. It's, it's you know, let's let's stay yeah. together. Um, but uh, that's when Jackson says, oh, no, it's, it's multiple people. And uh, we know we can trust Cat because uh, they know each other. Right. <laughs> um, and that's when Jack tells so, you and you have the idea to flip the vote against Cat, yeah. uh, which which would have been genius if it worked. Yep. <laughs> oh, we were so freaking close. And, you know, it's funny. It was Christy that ultimately shot it down. down. She was in in the room with Jack and I at the heart of that potential vote flip, the decision. She was just as much a part of the decision as Jack and I were. And then ultimately she decided that it was not Kat that should go and kind of let it fall on Jack and I, which was not fun. That was... That was the turning. That was absolutely the turning point of the game. Was the decision not to to follow through? That not not that Sam was necessarily trustworthy, um, well, but funny I said to Sam and I said, Sam, I want to keep you, but the only way I can keep you is if you're good with Christy, mm-hmm. and he couldn't do that. Yeah. So then I was like, this is bad. No matter which way we go, it's it's bad. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't. I said, we can keep you, but you have to be good with Christy. And you have to talk to her right now. And Sam stayed out of that the day 44. He was not involved. If Sam was involved and talking and a part of it, I think he probably had a better shot at staying. Yeah, I I, I think he probably would have. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it was it was all big. It's a, a tangled web that we weave is what people used to say in the house. It's very there's so many layers to it. Yeah, it's and really, I, it was ultimately, I think the the attempt and then failure of the flip that really just solidified that this was uh, the the six shooters were dead, um, yeah. and uh, and then you head into the following HOH where Jess is going to win the HOH. Your season, by the way, uh, tons of eavesdropping. First of all, uh, and yeah. then second, tons of Thursday evictions where we did not know what was going to happen after the feeds cut. Yep. yep, there was so much of that, and it's. I think it's really interesting because we wouldn't start campaigning until late Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the schedule was very different, I think, this year than previous years. Yep. I, I mean, I, I really can't say that for sure. But like we really pushed off campaigning until the last possible second. It was late right. when that campaigning started. Yeah. And then it happened Thursday as people were getting ready and vacuuming. Like it was just all like it was very last minute on purpose because people didn't want the more time that there was for things to marinate, the more chance that it would change. Yeah. So. That's why people would just put things off. It makes total sense that this is more more than any other season. I'm, I'm totally not surprised to hear you say that because it, it yeah. did feel last minute in the house, too. <laughs> it was. Uh, so Jess wins the HOH. And this is kind of uh, this is kind of where your game is going to start to uh, just slowly uh, <laughs> slide down a bit yeah. in terms of horrible. your every week. It was horrible. Mm. 
Um, Jack and Jackson are going to go on the block once again. Um, Jess is going to win the veto. There's nothing you guys can do. Um, yeah, you guys tried to pitch to to Cliff, uh, and uh, and you tried to get Nicole, but uh, this is when Cliff's Angels uh, had really been uh, been in full force. This is their 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 finest hour, I guess, uh, as a group. Um, and uh, they're also at this point pulling in uh, uh, Holly and Jackson. Um, Nick is playing both sides. This is going to be the start of him doing that, uh, which was really precipitated by the fact that uh, Jess did not trust him and really actually heavily considered backdooring Nick this week. Um, And it was in large part Nicole who was like, no, don't do that. Right. Um, and so, uh, ultimately, um, it's, this is just going to, you, you did, you did try to, to make some pitches, but, uh, but really there's this, this week was just, uh, you know, the, the ball was rolling down the hill and there's nothing you can do. And this is going to be when you lose Jack, which is, is definitely a huge blow for your game. Yep. It was rough. That's, that's exactly right. Everything you just said, that was, it totally makes sense. It was really, really rough. That was the start of, it was the beginning of the end. That's what I like to say. Yes, but then you won HOH, and it seemed like maybe you could turn things around. Um, this yeah. is, uh, yeah, the, the, uh, the oh, what was it called? Uh, Time Me a River? Time Me a River, day 51. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you're going to win it. And you, I think, you played this HOH extremely well uh i i think you made the correct call um cat was absolutely you completely called it cat was the bridge between cliff's angels and jackson and holly and uh with cat gone there could have been an opportunity for those two groups to separate and you might have been able to do something from there unfortunately from that point on uh jackson and holly are just going to trade off hoh wins. <laughs> Right. Oh man, it was so frustrating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um but before anything can really happen, uh America's field trip is going to come up and uh Christy, Sis and uh Jackson are sent on the field trip. Uh did, were you able to sort of recognize this was the first time that America had a had a say in things and uh and we were thinking like they might not understand this vote fully because the way it was presented to to the audience was like, who do you want to send on America's field trip? Uh, you, they get to a special thing. They get uh, safety, um, a punishment, or they're nominated. And like, obviously, you'd never want to send anybody you like onto the field trip because one of them's going to be nominated. But the way it was portrayed, it was like almost like a little bit confusing. But ultimately, yeah. it was Christy, Jackson, and Sis that were sent in. Um, and, uh, Jackson immediately was like, yeah, they hate me, <laughs> but at right. least they also hate Christy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so funny. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was, it was really weird that week. Um, I feel like when you're in that house, you just don't know what's going on in the outside world. We didn't know if they were being told vote for your three favorite people vote for like, we didn't know what information America was given as far as the voting went. So I didn't take it as America hates these three people because I love those people. So I was shocked that America would hate them, especially sis. Like she's so likable. She's so great. Um, The other two, I could see how people could be rubbed the wrong way by them. But but sis is just an angel. Like, how could anyone not like her? I was I was like, there's no way that America doesn't like sis. She's the best. Um, 
So that's kind of what was going through my head at that point. But I also, you know, I was very now at this point, Jack had left. And my plan in this game was to work alongside a strong physical competitor. And, you know, Jack and I do have like a real bond and a real connection. But in terms of just game, that was him in the beginning. And he knows that like terms from in terms of just game, I wanted to work with somebody who looks like him. And now that he was gone, I was thinking maybe that maybe Jackson can step in and be that new. So I was at this point trying to get six shooters back together, but without calling an alliance, without bulldozing, without making it so obvious, without bullying, without, um, you know, just being over the top and and very um, vocal the way that we had been in the past. I was trying to keep it very quiet and... (laughs) nobody really was on the same page as me as far as I guess, as far as that went. Um, so that's kind of where I was standing in my, in terms of my HOH week, I did want to take a shot at cat. And I thought that I would be taking a shot at Jackson and Holly by doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that I would be taking a shot at everybody else by doing that. Um, the only people that cat wasn't like really close with in terms of game was me and sis. She was really close with Christy in terms of game. Um, she was really close with Cliff, Jess, Nicole, uh, Nick had, was really close with her. She was really close with, and then Holly and Jackson, she was really close with everybody left in the house except for me and sis. And I somehow convinced everybody that she was the threat that needed to go. But meanwhile, it was like if Cliff was less connected to everybody else. Um, but yeah, I, I wanted Kat on at that point. And I am still, you know, I didn't know at the time, but I had a feeling that she was also targeting me based on the way that she, uh, Kat, the way that she was communicating with Jack and I during Jess's HOH, it was very apparent that she was not working with us at that point. She did not have a good poker face. We were trying so hard to get her to work with us, letting her know that, it wasn't us all along that mm-hmm. didn't want you alliance. It was Jackson. And now you're potentially keeping him over Jack. Like Jack has wanted you this whole entire time. And the way that she was communicating, very defensive, very just, you know, had a, a bite to her words. Yeah, um, I remember that. It made clear in that moment that she was not working with us and that she would be my number one target should I win HOH. And it turns out I was hers also. So, and that's, yeah. that's okay. She was, <laughs> she was gunning for you, uh, as was uh, Holly and, uh, and to an extent Jackson that week. But it was, uh, and I forgot to mention this the last week, uh, probably one of the most important conversations of your game when you went to Jackson and Holly at the end of the Jess HOH week and had a conversation with them about wanting to reconnect um, yeah. and that you, you love them and that you wanted to work with them. You talked to Jackson about essentially like, Hey, you know, uh, if, if you, if you're going to if you're going to take a shot at me, if I'm going to take a shot at you, like, uh, or, or your friends essentially, or our friends, um, let's, let's not be the ones that end up on the block and, and uh, you know, are the collateral damage. Um, yeah. And that conversation really worked because uh, until that point, Holly had been talking about getting rid of you even before Christy. Um, and after that conversation, after you left, Jackson was like, oh, I love that guy. <laughs> love that guy. Uh, and for weeks afterward, as they traded HOHs off, they always talked about how much they loved you and trusted you um, and uh, didn't want to lie to you. And uh, it really it kept you safe all the way through until, uh, you know, the final moments, really. 
I really did want to just keep the original crew together. Like that was my, that's who I am. Like, you know, we went into the house, we formed an alliance. I'm going to stay loyal to that original alliance. I'm not the kind of person to bounce around different alliances who works for me this week, who doesn't work for me that week. It wasn't until Jackson and Holly started targeting all of my closest allies that I realized I actually need to be going after them. Granted, I never won an HOH again to do it, but had I done that, it would have been the two of them on the block, probably. I don't, I don't, I don't know that for sure. I was trying to come up with a way to keep Holly off the block and just have Jackson be the target, just to prove that I did see them as different competitors and that I would, I, you know, was... I saw that they were playing different games is what they said the whole entire season. Mm -hmm. So you, you, you were HOH America's field trip happens. Christy ends up on the block. That could have been disastrous for you, but you win OTEV, which uh, must've been a highlight. It was probably the highlight. It was that and doing the flash mob. Those (laughs) were my two highlight season. They were, it was amazing. I was Uh, so happy. Like just, shaking when I helped, like when I was kneeling up on the top of the slide, it was the best feeling in the world. Mm-hmm. You, so you're yeah. able to save Christy cat remains on the block next to cliff. Um, that's when Nick starts to try to bring his two groups together, um, bringing in Nicole and Cliff with you guys. Um, I, at this point, I was calling you guys Team Manifest, um, you, you, sis, and Christy. Uh, and... Oh Love that. <laughs> um, so he he tried to p- pull this together and make a new deal, a new six uh, with Nicole and Cliff yep. involved. You were not in love with this idea, though, uh, and you were really hesitant to to make anything too formal. Uh, and rightfully so, as it completely blew up uh, as Nicole felt bad about the whole situation, but that, that Jess was being left out of it, told Jess. Um, and then Jess took that to mean that Nicole was trying to like play her or something along those lines, but Jess took it completely the wrong way. And then Jess blew the whole thing up. Um, and it, it became a big thing, uh, once again, uh, at, toward the end of the week. Uh, and, uh, you know, this, this is, uh, that's when sis said that, uh, who do they have? They have nobody. Um, and that really solidified to Jackson Holly that, uh, not that I think it would have mattered anyway, but um, but uh, helped solidify to them that, that you guys were not on their side. Um, apart from perhaps you, they, they did still feel like a trust to you. And, and you were able to do good damage control because you genuinely genuinely were not really for the deal. Um, and so uh, so then Kat is eventually evicted. And uh, as Jackson wins the next HOH, he doesn't want to work with team manifest but he does still want to keep you safe yeah and that's what he did yeah uh he he's targeting christy he puts up christy and sis um and this for sure felt like the week um this was you know this was a lot of like you and kind of cliff both campaigning to jackson trying to like get on his side um and get him to be on your side Uh, and you were both successful in your own ways uh cliff is going to help bring nicole in as well and that you know that foursome is going to really solidify over the next few weeks um then throughout this week it really feels like christie's is is a goner uh jackson wins the veto yep um you you play baywatch yes i played baywatch oh my (laughs) gosh so funny you know it like again like you do things in the house that you're not necessarily proud of and it it was a defense mechanism it was because i felt awkward and i was upset that the writing was on the wall and i 
just didn't know how to handle it. So I <laughs> play Baywatch. <laughs> Oh gosh! There were there there are there are a few moments that Christy had. One was Brussels sprouts, um, and yeah. and one one was Baywatch. Baywatch, they're playing Baywatch. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. It's supposed to be my friend. I know. <laughs> I was like, oh come on, shoot, this is bad. I played Baywatch. It was bad. I would, I would have been upset too if I was her. I really would have. Mm, um, yes. Yeah, I get it. Mm, so, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, so it's at this point that you you continue you're continuing to work on Jackson Holly, and they 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 believe it. They 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 fall for it. Like they really think at this point that they are in good with both sides. That Cliff and Nicole won't come for them, and that also Christy, yourself, Nick, and Sis won't come for them either. They're talking about throwing the next HOH. Uh, They think that they're perfectly placed in the middle. So Sis makes a pitch to Holly uh, that does not land very well. Um, Holly's going to use that information because Holly had been convinced at this point already that she wanted Christy to stay. Holly had been trying to pitch for Christy to stay all week long. She really wanted Nick to go. Um, And uh, she had been convinced by Christy's pitch, like she was crying with Christy, um, that she wanted Christy to stay, but Jackson wouldn't back down. Um, You made a a final pitch to try and keep Christy and and get rid of somebody like Jess or Nicole or Cliff, uh, but that, that didn't land. Um, yeah. yeah. Wouldn't that be such a great idea to Nick on the hammock? Is that what you're talking about? Uh, well, yeah. Um, yeah, you had, you had made, you had discussed the pitch. If Jackson uses the veto on Christy, yeah, then you can put like Jess or somebody up and get Mm -hmm. her out or Cliff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, great. Uh, and so, uh, and, but so Holly, Holly and Jackson were like, but why, why are we keeping Nick in this? Why not? If we're going to use the veto, we should get rid of Nick. Um, and ultimately they decided that they didn't want to do it. Um, and so then Taco Tuesday happens. Yep. Um, and that definitely blows things up, but it's really, uh, Holly talking about, uh, what sis had told her that sis said she would protect Holly did not mention Jackson. Um, and Holly also mentioned that, uh, she had had a, a, an early alliance with sis and Christy, um, that they had been together. That also, I think Jackson later says the real reason, the real reason I, uh, I got rid of sis was that I was worried that you were going to pick her over me. <laughs> right. Um, that's what he says. Uh, but, um, Jackson eventually relents and uh, and decides to uh, to keep Christy in the game after the events of Taco Tuesday. And that's when Christy comes to you and she's like, hey, I think I got it. I think I'm going to stay. And I was like, Are you, how the fuck did you pull this off? Like, <laughs> hey, you're a genius. She, it, you know, and it's funny because when she first came to me after Taco Tuesday in the boat room, I told her off. Yeah, you were I mad. Like, I was mad. I was like, you went about this the wrong way. I want you to stay, but like, you need to be targeting Nikki, not Nick. Why are you targeting Nick? Nick Nikki's not voting. We can get the votes if you target Mickey. Turns out I was wrong it, because Mickey was working with all these people. So it wouldn't have worked if she did that. But um, targeting Nick was the way to go and it wound up making her stay. So like, that's just one example of how... Christy and I played very different games, but together we really were a good team because we were the yin and yang of each other. It definitely felt like in this moment that you 
weren't necessarily disappointed that Christy was staying, but that like you in that moment, like we're like, Oh, Oh crap. Like, uh, I gotta, gotta shift my game plan here. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like I really thought that sis was staying the whole entire week. I was voting for sis to stay. Um, I really thought that that was what was going to happen. And then when Christy changed it around, I was like, all right, new plan. Here we go. And of course, like I was going to be so, I was going to be happy. Like I wanted Christy in that game as long as possible. Um, but it was just an adjustment. It was just adapting again, for sure. Mm-hmm. So, but, uh, so I love sis so much. I was sad that she was leaving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was definitely a, a blow to your game. Um, yeah. I don't know exactly what Nick would have done, but Nick really wanted to get to the end with you and sis. And it felt like you were just guaranteed to win if that was the final three, because Nick was saying that he would take you. Sis would obviously take you and then you would honestly take either of them and probably win. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if Nick genuinely would have taken you. I would, I would have to ask Nick about yeah, that. I don't know if he would have genuinely taken me. Either. I think he would have taken sis. Yeah, he was ter- certainly telling you that he would, was happy losing to you. But um, it's usually right. a lie when people say that. Yeah, I think so. That's what I, that's what I thought. <laughs> um, so Holly is then going to win the next HOH. She didn't even want to win it. It was a crapshoot. She didn't really intend to win it. Like I said, she was happy. She was fine not winning it. Um, again, totally it's different game. That This is, uh, yeah, the um, prank shot. Prank shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so uh, she wants to put up Nick and Christy. She tells Christy that she's going to put her up as a pawn. Christy was pissed. Um, Holly was pissed that Christy was pissed. Then America's Pranksters revealed and Holly realizes she didn't even have to tell Christy that she was going to put her up. Right. She didn't have to anyway. Um, Nick puts up Christy. Uh, he says it's because you told him that that would be his best shot. Um, but I really just feel like Nick misplayed this whole week. Yeah, I think so, too. And I think that that's why he was very bitter, to be honest. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, that, I agree with you. Um, I don't think that it was because I said that to him. I mean, I voted to, to keep her. So that should have told him in itself. I voted to keep her instead of sis. Yeah. I mean, in my opinion, Nick should have, yeah, Nick should have just gone to Holly and said, hey, I'm the prankster. Let's work together. Don't put me up. Yeah, I know. But, you know. What are you going to do? Or he could have gotten together an army of three. He needed three people. He, if he would have gone to three people ahead of time, mm-hmm. he could have said, I need your votes guaranteed. I'm the prankster. I'm going to put up this person. Are you cool yeah. with that? It, it could have been one or the other. If, if he would have done that and said, I'm going to put up Jackson, because he claims that he was putting up Jackson until I made a comment too. And that's because mm-hmm. he was so pro Jackson at that point. Yeah. He like, loved to talk about how much he loved him. He thought he was great. I mean, he talks about him in his final speech and it wasn't, he felt that way about Jackson for at least two weeks leading up to it. So I was covering my own basis by saying, I think that you, like whoever, like you'd be stupid to put up, uh, or whoever's America's prankster would be stupid to put up Mickey is what I said, because I was covering my own basis. I just thought that they were working together. And I was, I actually thought, you know, Nicole was in the room at that point and I thought that she was America's prankster. I don't know. It was a whole jumbled mess, but he loves to say it's because of things that I said. But if in reality, if he would have played it different, it could have, it, you know, there were ways to make that week guaranteed to turn out a certain way. If he really yeah, wanted I, it. Uh, from my perspective, I never got the sense that he was going to put up Jackson personally, but um, yeah, he says that and uh, he said that to me in the jury house. Yeah, it was me that he didn't put up Jackson or Christie. I was like, wow, just put all the blame on me, Nick. Jeez. 
Uh, all right. So, um, so it's at this point that, uh, that Cliff and Nicole really, uh, lock in their final four with Jackson and Holly. Um, Nick is going to make his pitch to stay. He makes his condom pitch. I don't know. He told you about that, right? Um, oh, maybe he didn't. Yeah. His whole pitch to, to, to Jackson and Holly was, uh, let me, let me be your condom. What was the condom pitch? Yeah. The condom is pitched. It's incredible. Yeah. What did he do? He, he brought a condom up with him. And, uh, as he was pitching to Jackson and Holly, he said, uh, let, let me be your condom, uh, to protect you from, <laughs> From Christy. No <laughs> yeah. Don't need you can just throw me away. He's so funny. I know. He's incredible. <laughs> it was oh so awkward God. too. Nick! <laughs> Nick! Oh my God. I can't with him. That is mm. too funny. Genius. <laughs> The condom pitch. Did yeah. that air? No, it didn't. No, it's a shame. Thank God. Oh. <laughs> Thank God. oh my goodness, Nick. He's too funny. That's not. Uh, anyway, you you and Christy were still playing up to Jackson and Holly that you were with them. They were still feeling very safe. They continued to talk about throwing the competitions, uh, throwing the H. In fact, Jackson says, "I'm going to throw the f out of this competition. Uh, we're going to throw the next two HOHs." Um, and so, uh, so Nick is evicted, and uh, he he leaves pretty upset with you. Um, you know, you yeah. you had told him that you know, look, I made a promise before. I, I wish I had known that you were the the prankster. Um, but uh, you know, ultimately, it, it does appear that he would not have been a vote for you in the jury, um, given his right. you know reaction to you when you got to the jury. Um, and so uh, then you get to the the wall um, and. Jackson's going to win this one. He told, he says in the diary room and he says afterward that he felt safe. He didn't want to win this HOH. The only reason he won was to protect Cliff and Nicole from you. Which is such, it's so bogus. That's bullshit. I'm sorry. That's him just getting on his, uh, his pedestal, his high horse. Like it had nothing to do with that because no one was targeting Cliff and Nicole at that point. Well, he thought, he thought that you guys were targeting them and not him. No way. He didn't know that. He and I, we knew, even though we were saying we were on each other's team at that point, like the fact that, you know, I'm, we're holding onto the wall and Jackson's saying to me, you're good, you're good, you can fall. And I'm like, I don't want to say it back because I don't want to lie in this game. So I'm, I literally don't even say to him, you're good if you fall. I said, are you sure? Like, I just gave him a stupid answer. Like, it was so clear to me in that moment that we both knew that we were playing the same game, that we were both going against each other. He must have known that Christy I, was going against him. I think it might surprise you to, to, to hear some of what he, him and, and Holly Stop. were saying. This is shocking. Holly, after Jackson won, was talking to Jackson. He, she was like, ah... Tommy, he wants to talk more like he wants to, like, be in more in touch with us. Like, and I yeah. just I feel so, I don't want to because I don't want to have to lie to him. Like, I don't want to lie to Tommy. I don't want to betray Tommy. I don't want to put Tommy up. I love Tommy. Um, like they really trusted you at that point. Well, yeah. And here's the thing. The fact that they weren't talking to me is what made me know that they <laughs> weren't as good as they were saying. I, I had to say to them, like. You're telling me I'm good. Great. I'm grateful. Thank you. I'm, I'm happy. I'm good. But I'm not involved with your gaming conversations. So to me, that shows that you're having them with someone else and it's not me. So we're not actually as a, I might be safe for the week, 
But what about next week? What are we actually to each other? And it took me, I, I, I wanted to, I said to them, I said, I need to be more involved. If we're actually aligned and we're actually aligned, like in an alliance, then we need to converse more. We need, you need to prove that to me. And that's why that, that she had that reaction. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they, again, they were talking about throwing the HOHs for, for so long. They talked about how, like, how did we, how did we get in this position? We're just, we're so, everybody trusts us. Nobody's targeting us. Uh, like, uh, we're playing such a low key game. Um, competition. You know, what I had thought about for weeks, what I was thinking of doing was putting up Jackson and Nicole. Yep. And that way Holly could believe and feel that I really had her back. And it was one from each duo. I would be targeting Jackson. But if Jackson took himself off the block, I would put Cliff up. And hopefully Cliff would go home. Mm-hmm. So that way, either Cliff or Jackson would go. But I didn't have to put Cliff on the block uh, originally. And I never had to put Holly on the block either. Yeah. Which is probably and, what I've done at that it, point of the game. Yeah. And you, you, at this point, you know, Jess and Christy go on the block. Jackson wants to take out Jess, which actually was probably the right move for him. Um, because... Nicole and Cliff were talking all week long. They were talking with you guys. They were talking with Jackson and Holly. Uh, all three of you guys, all three of the pairs were trying to jockey for position to be in the middle of the other two. It was really Cliff and Nicole that were the actual middle and they were deciding which side to side with. And Nicole really wanted to side with you and Christy a, a, a bit more than Jackson and Holly. Uh, Cliff would prefer Jackson and Holly. They talked about it. They ultimately decided Jackson and Holly were better because they were anticipating mental competitions coming up and that never happened. Um, but, uh, they also talked about like putting one from each, uh, up on the block if they won. Um, but, but ultimately I have very little doubt in my mind that if Christie had been the one to go, that Nicole would have put up Jackson and Holly in the double. Um, because Jess and you were not a pair. We're not as threatening. Um, so, uh, so really, you know, Jackson at the time thought, I'm good with Tommy and Christy. They won't come for me in the double probably. Um, and so I'll take out Jess and then everybody will be working with me. But in a, in a way, almost unintentionally, it, it did still work to his benefit because it kept Cliff and Nicole on board um, as Nicole wins in yeah. the double. They, of course, eventually learned finally. Uh, and when they finally did learn that you and Christy were coming from them, they were pissed. Uh, and that happens this week um, because Cliff and Nicole finally let them know uh, after their, their talks with you. Um, yeah. And uh, and and Jackson at one point brought Christy up and he was like, are you, are you guys, are you, are you coming for me? And she's like, no, no, it's to America. I'm, uh, I'm with you guys. And then after she leaves, he's like, I just wanted her to say it in front of America. Cameras. <laughs> um, so Jess leaves, you tried to keep her, you tried to flip Nicole, but, uh, but it didn't work. Um, and so, uh, get to the double eviction. Nicole wins the HOH immediately. It's, it's you and Christy on the block. This must've been, uh, pretty terrifying yeah it was shocking it was like okay so they played they played us all right this is what the game is it is what it is what are you gonna do it was rough i was just really surprised and shocked and stunned more than anything yeah and then you lose christy and just like that uh final five you've lost all of your soldiers and yep and now you are it was so hard to be in the house at that week. It was the hardest week I, I had in the house. It was nuts. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. I cried myself to sleep every single night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and this this the BB flicks uh, yeah. posters HOH. I think 
that was the like the one HOH that Jackson could have lost in the end game, but he won. Um, yeah. And that's that's really, I think, like one of the main deciders of like how, you know, obviously the fact that the rest of the competitions were physical, which they usually aren't, uh, certainly helped. But this was the, the last meant this was the last true mental competition of the entire season. Um, yeah. And and that's the one that he was able to uh, to, to win. And uh, and that is the one that's going to send you home, even though you did have a breath of life as Nicole wins the veto. Um, I like, I don't know what was shown and what wasn't, but mm-hmm. let me, like, Taryn, this, it literally went back and forth so many times. After the blow-up, I don't know if this was shown, but after the blow-up, they said to me that, that Cliff and Nicole were keeping you, we believe you. Mm-hmm. Keep you. And then they told Holly and Jackson that. And uh, Holly, uh, 45 minutes before the live eviction, they told Holly, we're, we're evicting you, I'm sorry. And... They, you know, there was another blow up in the bathroom and it wasn't until two minutes before that the vote flipped again to keep Holly. Literally, Julie was saying it was already into the episode. It was a half hour into the episode. And Julie was like, OK, we have to get our seats now. Like, everybody take your seats. Or not Julie. Maybe it was uh, it was like the, the production or something. The, the producers, they were like, guys, cut it out. We have to get you in your seats. I go sit in my seat. I see. Cliff and Nicole talk to Jackson. I see them talk to Holly. And in that moment, I said, oh, my God, they just flipped back those piece of shit. So I'm going home, aren't I? Oh. And that, that's what happened. But it was literally not even two minutes, 30 seconds before we went live. Already into the episode. It was nuts. It was yeah. so instant. We, we, we had a, a live show in New York that, that night. Um, and the feeds had been down all day. Uh, right. and so you guys couldn't see like that argument went on all day. It wasn't just like what was shown. It's so, I wish like there was, I wish you could, there was a clip of the whole entire thing because it was mm-hmm. so intense. There was so much more to it than what was shown. It was, it was nuts. It was absolutely nuts. Yeah. Crazy. It, uh, when did when did you when did you learn that uh, that Jackson had overheard the conversation? And that's how he knew when I got out of the house mm-hmm. when on finale night. Yeah, yeah. Lots of eavesdropping this season, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, and a decent portion of it by by Jackson. It's it's not yeah. usually something that comes into play. I know. Yeah, it was really it was it was confusing because. He knew my whole pitch. So I was, they were, so Cliff and Nicole were like, how does he know the pitch if mm-hmm. he, if Tom didn't talk to him? And I thought Nicole and Cliff revealed my pitch to him, <laughs> but it didn't matter. I couldn't get mad at Cliff and Nicole because they were the, the votes at that point. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and another part of it too was that you had told um, Jackson and Holly about your Me connection Christy. to Christy. And, you know, initially you had talked to them about it and, kind of gotten you know like uh dinged for it um and then when you talked to cliff and nicole you didn't say as much and so jackson had a lot more details right. about your relationship with christy and that was another thing that kind of like threw them off i think that like oh yep. why did he tell them so much more yep and it, the truth was because my aunt didn't sign a release form she didn't want yep. to be involved they, they told me that the dr so i i literally couldn't in the house mm-hmm. Yep. So 
that's uh that's the end of your game uh very very nearly you know managed to to hold in there um but so uh yeah you know i honestly though like i don't know if this this makes it better or worse but given the competitions that did follow i think jackson probably wins out regardless of whether you are in the game or not um I, he, yeah he he probably wins the final four veto anyway he probably wins yep. part one he probably still wins part three he got all the questions right um yep. so i completely agree with you yeah. i just would have been a little further that's all it is <laughs> yeah uh it's still though you you came you came pretty close uh and and if you had been able to win any, any of those competitions you probably would have had a pretty great shot yeah i know i know it's all good what are you gonna do it's it's it happened it was amazing it was everything i hoped it would be and more and put me back in the house <laughs> <laughs> well i you know julie really seemed to uh to love you i've never seen julie so like uh loving in an interview she she gave like a kiss right like it's so sweet. <laughs> I can't do that. I and love her so much. Oh my gosh, she's amazing. She's she. It's so funny because like you, I st- you, you look up to her still. Like when you're in that house, all the house guests, the way that we would talk about her, the way we admired her, she is just like on another level. She's she's a goddess. <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, but it's like it's the truth. Like she is. There's no better than Julie Chen does. There you go. So you head to the jury house. Um, ultimately, it comes down to Jackson versus Holly. We asked you about this on finale night. Um, was there was there any way that Holly could have gotten your vote at this point, or was it uh, pretty firmly Jackson? Um, I once after the lie that uh, the big fat lie I call it that uh, Jackson <laughs> told to get me out. There was no way that Holly could have won if she was sitting in the final two. The only person that had a shot was Nicole. Mm -hmm. Um, I would have potentially voted for her. And I still think that Jackson played a better game. But the big fan in me wants to root for the underdog. And that was Nicole this season. So it would have been a toss-up if the two of them were sitting next to each other. But once it was Holly and Jackson, the two of them had dominated. They were... A part of grateful they were never the underdogs um and ja- as much as as much as jackson liked to say that he was the underdog this season that he was on the outs it was never true um and and uh he played the best game it's what it is it's what it comes down to he deserves that that um he deserved to win the game in my opinion i did not want to be a bitter jury member more mm-hmm. than I, I respect the game too much yeah i i talked about like um how it kind of felt like the like in the zeitgeist of Big Brother, it was this air of like Paul had lost twice and it kind of felt like quote unquote bitter juries were justified because the audience wasn't fully on Paul's side in either situation, really, but mostly on Big Brother 19, the audience kind of cheered his loss. Um, and I felt like that kind of carried forward to Big Brother 20, where Tyler loses but the audience was really on Tyler's side in that one. Um, right. And he won America's favorite having lost the, 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 the jury vote. And I, I wondered if that maybe, maybe not even consciously, but kind of carried on to this season where uh, like there's a lot, there's a lot more reluctance to be a quote unquote bitter jury member um, having the, perspective of coming off of just coming off of big brother 20 which is not to say of course that casey didn't earn her votes or anything like that but uh but i think that there was more reluctance to to be that way it might not be as uh well respected or or appreciated i think that tyler played a more manipulative game 
But to be honest with you, like I modeled my game after Casey. Yeah. I would have voted for Casey if she was sitting in the final. If I was in the, that jury, I would have voted for her over Tyler probably because I, that's the kind of game that I respect. Like the, the one I respect both of them, of course, but I admire that kind of game even more to stay good with every single person and to stay even keeled in that house for that long of, a, of a, for that amount of time. I think that is such an amazing, amazing skill. Um, like I look up to both of them, but Casey, I, I, uh, relate to more. Um, so, uh, but, but yes, I do think that we, as a jury were probably more, uh, you know, we, we didn't want to be bitter jury members because of coming off of 20, um, coming off of 19 and 18. For yeah. Sure. I would agree with that. Were you uh, were you surprised uh, to to get to the jury house and see Nick and and Kat's relationship? Uh, yes, I was. I was. Yeah, I was. Yeah, <laughs> I, <believe it. laughs> I was surprised. Um, but the judge, you know, like I'm now. I actually really love them together. They're great wow. friends, um, and they're still very very close. And I I love their their relationship so much. I think it's amazing and beautiful. I think that they're both amazing people. Um, they're very similar in a lot of ways and it, they're good for each other. Uh, what, what did you take? Uh, what did you take away from, from Nick's flirtation with you in the house? It was all in fun and it was all in fun. Like, it, you know, it, we just were being stupid and having a good time. What I took from that is that Nick is a confident person. That he can, I know that he's not, he doesn't have feelings for boys. He, he doesn't see boys that way. He just uh, flirts with everyone. He just flirts with everyone. He's so confident. And I, it's rare that you meet a straight guy that's so comfortable doing something like that. So I think it was just, it was just fun, honestly. Like when you're in that house, it feels good to cuddle once in a while. It was so <laughs> nice to cuddle with. Uh, all right. So I think, I think that's, uh, about everything. Um, unless there was, we talked for two and a half hours, Tam. I know. That's a long time. <laughs> oh my gosh. But honestly, this means a lot because, you know, I, I really, I'm such a fan of the show. And as soon as I get out, I'm, I'm here. Like you are the person to talk to. So thank you for spending all this time talking to me and giving, you know, giving me the opportunity to speak my mind. It's, a, there's a lot on my mind after this experience and it feels good to talk it out, especially with somebody who I respect as a fan of the show so much as you. Well, th- thank you. And, and I, like, I, I appreciate your, your openness with me. And, uh, you know, there were a lot of, a, a lot of things that, uh, must be very difficult uh, to talk about, uh, this season. Um, so I really appreciate your, your openness with that. And, um, I hope that, uh, people, uh, I hope everyone else can respect it as well. Thanks. I appreciate that. Yay. All right. Well, talk soon. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. So, uh, there you go. And that's what we have for you with Tommy. Thank you so much for joining us for this postseason interview on Big Brother 21. You can find me on Twitter at Armstrong Taren, Instagram Taren underscore Armstrong. And make sure you find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Taren Armstrong, where I will be hanging out in the off season. You want to check in with me. Uh, thank you, though, again for listening here with Tommy. I also spoke with Cliff and uh, hopefully we'll be talking to more of the Big Brother 21 players in this postseason content arena. I don't know. 
keep an eye out though and of course check out uh, all the survivor coverage we've got going on and all of that so thank you once more for joining us we'll see you next time